Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 62. We are looking at Hebrews 11, verse 21, focusing on Jacob. Yeah, Jacob is an interesting character, right? He yeah. is. He's not exactly <laughs> one that you would wish for your daughter to date. All right, all right. Don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> we'll get soon. to that. So, okay. but, so, um, yes. so question for you. What, what do you think are some characteristics of aging? well. Now, when, when I was in Grand Rapids, um, we, and and there's a restaurant in Grand Rapids called Russ's. Oh, yes. I, oh, do you know? I, okay. knew, <laughs> I knew what restaurant you were going to say as you started this sentence. Familiar we with ate it. there one time and it was interesting that there were older people. Yes. And they were there. They were not talking to each other. They, one had a newspaper and like th- oh, that. Really? the really? This was burned in my mind as saying, I do not want to age that way. Okay. Like, like literally everyone around Just the doing restaurant. doing their own thing separate from each other. Doing, separate, oh. doing, from, uh, not doing the, you know, not talking to each other, yeah. not having conversations. So, so it kind of raises a question. What do you, what does it look like? What are some characteristics of aging well? Yeah. Well, the first one I thought of, I do always want to remain teachable. Okay. Uh, I think of my Aunt Marion, who passed away just shy of 100 years old, and she was an amazing woman. And and I think her teachability and her her kindness, but it was more than kindness. Like, she was just always willing to say, you know, I have my thoughts on that. But I'm going to hold, she held her opinions loosely yeah. and she cared about other people and she didn't get, I mean, the opposite of that would be getting cranky and stuck in your wit. <laughs> right, so right, but exactly. that's, that's what I don't want. I yeah. want to be continually teachable, continually flexible. Yeah. I think, and, and she was just a delightful person to be with because that was what she was characterized by. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love, I love that, um, that, that, you know, the humility manifested through teachability, um, I, I, I would hope, you know, that I would be the, the same way. And, um, man, I, I think I want to, I want to be giving my life away to others mm-hmm. still not, not hoarding, but actually still giving my life away to others, still believing that, um, that, that God is going to show up in yeah. some of the things that he's promised. And, um, so I, I just, I, I think it's an important, I think it's an important question to ask because we do see a little bit in Jacob's life where even to the end of his life, he is, man, he is doing something for God. And so, but let's, we, that that's, that's, you know, we don't want to jump ahead. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about Jacob and, um, and you said earlier that I don't know if I, if this is a character I would want my daughter dating or marrying. Why is that? Yeah, he totally. So he totally is not. He caused trouble <laughs> from the get go. Like even we, we referenced this in the last episode, but he is twin brothers with Esau. Yeah. And when they're still in their mother's belly, they're wrestling around. I mean, to the point now, granted, maybe that was her first pregnancy. She didn't realize, but... I mean, that she asks the Lord, what is going on in there? Like, because they are after each other. Uh, Jacob's name even means he grasps the heel. So he's born yeah. second, but yeah. he's born holding on to his to his brother's heel and kind of a, I mean, that's the literal meaning, grasps his heel, but it also has this idea of deceiving. Yeah. And yeah. that is what we see him do. He So he's born second. 
He steals his brother's blessing yeah. in this little trick that he plays over food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like as teenage boyish as you could get. Like he saw all he can think about is getting a meal. And he's like, sure, sure. Whatever you want, Jacob, whatever you want. Wow. It sounds that sounds a little personal there. So. Well, I can just picture it. So he steals so, his blessing. Yeah. He now tables turned on him. He does have to work for 14 years to. He was deceived. He was deceived. Yeah. Tables are turned on him to get the wife that he wanted. Yeah. Um, he literally wrestles with God. That might be one of the more famous stories of Jacob's life. Yeah. Um, he wrestles with God. He's given a new name. His name is changed to Israel, yep. which means he struggles with God. Yeah. And, but the, and that is what he's characterized by. His life is the struggle and deception. But ultimately, we do see him continuing to grow as a person. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Through all of this. Yeah. You know, this deceiver does, again, that theme we've talked about so often of, yeah, these are not perfect people. Yeah. And, and Jacob in particular, that teenage phase, not protect your girls from him because he's, <laughs> he's a wily one. Um, but and, we do see him growing up in that. Yeah. And so so this is this is kind of like the um, kind of the beginning of the fulfillment of the promise that God gave to Abram or, and his name was later changed to Abraham, where he said, your descendants are going to be as numerous as the sands and the stars and those kinds of things. And mm -hmm. so Jacob has 12 sons and ultimately the, um, the, um, the, the tribes of Israel, they become the tribes of Israel and everyone who has faith in God after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they become descendants in, yeah. in a sense of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so, so we see that, that God is again using imperfect people, using deceivers who now are growing up and maturing to actually fulfill his promise. And, and that, that is, I, I hope that's hopeful for you as, as it is for me. And I hope those who are listening is that, we don't intentionally, you know, break the bank. We don't intentionally fall. But God says, even if you do, I am going to use your life to fulfill the promises that um, that I've given. And so that to me, that's a that's a hopeful thing. Um, and it's something that uh, I think we hold on to. Yeah. Now, now the, the, the text says is that um, that he is. Um, he is dying mm -hmm. and his health is failing. And the text says he still blesses. Not only does he still bless, he is still worshiping God despite failing health difficulty. And I, I love that in even in him as he's aging and dying and yeah. going through health difficulties, he is still connected to God. And I think that's a word for us today that I think sometimes when we when we are not doing well physically or emotionally, it kind of gives us a free pass to say, um, like, I don't, I don't have to worship God now mm -hmm. I, because like, I don't feel like it. Now and, it can be cranky. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, or eat at Russell's. So. <laughs> but I do. I mean, we well. That stereotype of the yeah, aches yeah. and pains and how your conversation, yeah, yeah. then you're just talking about everything that's going wrong. And I think that is something that we can easily fall into, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even at my age, I can, boy, how can I be sore getting out of bed in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it's a little, and I can complain 
about that. But I, but I do like. I think I think that is an important point that Jake that uh, Jacob, even in his old age, leaning on his staff. It yeah. says. So he's not you know Mister Fit and Trim <laughs> still, but he's worshiping and yeah. he yeah. and also worshiping God and blessing others. Yeah. You know those yeah. both of those relationships are still yeah a part of what he is doing. Yeah. Persevering I I, through I, that. I just I man I I. I love that even when we talk about aging and aging well, um, um, there is a, uh, I think this is the epitome of faith through difficulty. Mm -hmm. We still worship through difficulty. We still um, obey through difficulty. We still follow and through difficulty and, and even referencing the New Testament, love God and love others. We see this uh, playing out in Jacob's life. He's loving God, worshiping him, and then he's now blessing others. So who does he bless? Yeah. So it says that he is blessing um, the sons of Joseph. Yeah. Um, which Joseph, we'll talk about we'll talk him about, yep, yep. in a future episode. <laughs> but he's that youngest favorite son. Yeah. Jacob did not learn the lesson from his dad about avoiding favoritism yeah, and yeah. That, that just causes trouble. Uh, but he's blessing the sons of Joseph. And you had some interesting insight into their names, the meaning of their names. So Ephraim and Manasseh. Yep. And so Manasseh is the oldest. Um, Ephraim is the, the younger one. And again, these are Joseph's sons. And Joseph, we're going to talk about him. It's, it's kind of... I wish I wish it's the order was switched. I know it's I hard to separate switched, out these stories because they yeah, obviously so, generations overlapping. But. So Joseph, we're going to talk about. He went through such pain, um, such reversal, and mm -hmm. we're going to talk about accusations and all of those kinds of things. And so Joseph, as he gets ready to name his sons, it it is this sense that God has restored a lot. And mm -hmm. so Manasseh's name uh, means that God has caused me to forget, caused me to forget my trouble. And I just, I love that, that despite all the trouble that we go through, um, God can actually cause us to forget the trouble that we've gone through and, and he restores. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, and then Ephraim means fruitful. Uh, Joseph um, named him because now um, God has, um, God has blessed him with, in, in the literal translation, you know, two fruitful trees. And, um, but the idea is that uh, all that life had taken from him, God now restores with, um, with, you know, spiritual fruit, uh, physical fruit as well, um, through, uh, through his children and through the circumstances of his life. And so, um, so Jacob, Again, reverses the blessing again. Yeah. Um, and again, this is God's sovereign plan to, to do that. Um, so we see Jacob worshiping God and putting his hand, uh, his hands on Joseph's sons and blessing them uh, in a in a unique way. So I, I love I love that God is uh, or Jacob is still even in his old age. He's worshiping God and blessing others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think those names had to be powerful to to Jacob too. When you think, so he sees. I mean, he's seeing God's plan unfold. He knows yeah. that many nations are going to be, you know, his descendants. So he has these twelve sons. But then that kind of right turn of the famine that hits. He believes his beloved son Joseph is dead. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then ends up being then moving to Egypt. 
away from this land that had been given to his father. So I, I have to think he, I mean, well, that's huge faith, really, to know like, okay, I'm still going to trust in God's plan, though it, you know, it was seemed to be heading in this direction. And all of a sudden we're yeah. heading to Egypt. I'm going to, I don't understand the details that are happening right now, but I'm going to trust God's bigger plan. And I think we see that reference. We talked about this verse, verse nine, Hebrews 11, verse nine in a previous episode when it references, um, no, it's talking about Abraham. By faith, Abraham stayed as a foreigner in the land of promise, living in tents as did Isaac and Jacob, yeah. co-heirs of the same promise. So there we see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who are often called the patriarchs, yeah. tied together. They did have this commonality of God has made this promise we just have to walk step by step in these details, which don't always go the straight line yeah, yeah, or absolutely. the easiest path. Um, but we see them trusting God's heart, even though they don't see maybe necessarily the next, the clearest path is 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 going forward. Yeah, and, so. and that's a good that's a good word for all of us because often. Um, we, we like our paths to be cut straight. Oh, I sure and, do. And <laughs> uh, like this is, you know, this is what God has told me and it's going to happen without any kind of obstacles. And yet we we see that God, um, he, he can and will take us on mm-hmm. these different routes to get to his plan. And, and, and again, we're going to see that in Joseph's life. So, yeah. um, and that God will even allow certain things to happen um, so that he can grow us up and so that we can be ready for the blessings that uh, he has for us. And I think we see this in, um, in Jacob's life. And I, one, one of the things, this is, this is probably a, um, just kind of, almost an epiphany that that Jacob is a grandfather blessing his grandsons. Mm. And and I think, you know, again, for grandparents out there, and I know, you know, I know how your mom and your dad, they they bless your children and your siblings' children, children in a significant way. Mm. And I, I just, I wish I, you know, I had grandparents like your mother and father. And, and, and yet we can see that in them, how they bless your children. And, and I, Again, we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge how important grandparents are in blessing uh, their grandchildren with words and with other um, other things that help them to know how important they are. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob for sure was a powerful example for Manasseh and Ephraim. Again, how we talked about his worshiping God and yeah. blessing them, like they would see that. Yeah, and how he trusted God even with these ups and downs and twists and turns. Um, that Jacob, Jacob was a person of faith. He was. Amidst all of that. Yeah. So what can we believe about God, ourselves, and others from this passage, from this story of Jacob? Yeah, I, I think that uh, one, one of the things I would say is that, um, that God doesn't give us a free pass just because we're going through difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that he still desires us to worship him and to trust him uh, through all the twists and turns. And that's not a like you better worship me kind of thing. It really is an invitation that I will be with you in failing health. I will be yeah. with you in aging and I will show you that I am still trustworthy 
And um, I think even when things aren't going well or we're failing health or we're about to die, that God is still worthy of our, our worship and our obedience. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be for me. Okay. I thought you were going to say what I was thinking, <laughs> that we can also see that God isn't finished with us yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's I like when that. you started yeah, that like sentence. That. But I think, because I think we for sure see that in Jacob. He's, he didn't, he was a deceptive guy at the beginning yeah. and we see him grow. Now, it also doesn't absolve him from responsibility or consequences of choices that he made. Good point. Um, but whether that's, we're thinking of ourselves and the ways we've messed up or the terrible start that we we had in life, or if it's somebody we care about, we can know that God's not done. Yeah. And yeah. there's still, he can still work through even those challenging circumstances, even those mistakes, God can still use those. He hasn't given up on them, so we don't we don't need to give up on them either. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess that's about God and about others. Yeah, that's really Mix good. It in I together. love that. So, love it. Well, friends, thank you for joining us. If you haven't yet, would you take time to rate and review the podcast? That really helps other people find the podcast. Um, doing that on Apple or Spotify, and then share this uh, podcast with a friend as well. We'll see you next time.